0: We are in bed with books. Thank you for joining us this week. I'm Melissa, and I'm Bethany.
1: If you'd like to find us outside of wherever you're listening from, then you can find us on our website, inbedwithbookspod.com, on Instagram at with pod, and find us on YouTube for video versions of the podcast and bonus episodes.
0: So let's jump right in. Don't yawn. Oh, okay, okay. I might make. A small cold or not cold brew, small half calf then if I keep yawning.
1: Mm. I had a rock star today.
0: So you're feeling great. Yes. Oh, I'm feeling <laughs> really good. Plenty of energy. Oh my God.
1: Cause like they're so like we we really like the rock stars, sugar-free rock star, and then yeah. the sugar-free Red Bull. And the Red Bull is a little bit more subtle, but the yeah. rock star, like you like see color for the first <laughs> time and you're like getting a lot done, but then you are up. All night like yeah oh I'll, I'll be up late tonight with a red Bull. it usually just kind of it just tastes good I don't know it's a little little bit of a pick me up but a rock star is like
0: whoo <laughs> uh, I've never really been into energy drinks that's okay <laughs> I, think, I think genuinely like when I was younger when people like oh what's your favorite drink because they would expect a kid to say like Pepsi or Dr. Pepper I'd be like water like yeah. I like water I like water. water. I still can't wrap my head around people that like don't drink water they're just like I don't like water like how How are you alive genuinely how are you alive kidneys yes yes uh yeah (laughs) what are we talking about um today is a bonus episode bonus extra extra yes we just finished uh, the akatar series for our book club. Yes. And we, <laughs> there's still more to talk about because that's just how we are as people. Mm-hmm. And so we decided to do a little bit of a bonus episode. And so we're going to talk for probably about 20, 30 minutes, probably longer because we don't know how to stop ourselves. And then at the end of this, we'll have some previous audio where we talked about akatar and other episodes. For an unusual unusual amount of time and then had to cut it from the episode because it did not make sense yeah we found a place we went on to tangents yeah yes
1: as we do so it's going to be a bit of a hodgepodge kind of chop uh chopped up episode but i think that everything's really valuable because we were like oh like we had yeah. like some theories mm-hmm. and, and kind of co- in context with like crescent city and yeah. so now that like that was like in the middle of reading the series for the book club and now that we've finished it now I feel like we can say like our conclusions and
0: yes now that I've read it (laughs) and I know kind of what's happening a little bit more and you've reread it with like with Crescent Crescent City in mind yeah in in the past now there's a lot to cover so okay so I I may or may not have finished a Horde of Silver Flames earlier today. Yes. So, the very, very big part, which oddly enough, okay. So, I have not been quiet about the fact that I don't like spoilers. However, Akatar was kind of an exception because I saw so much about it online before mm-hmm. I even really knew what it was. And so, I kind of went into these books knowing a lot already. And then, because of Crescent City, you knew a lot. But one thing that I hadn't seen anything about was the previous beings that they said ruled their planet, and I can't remember. I was doing audiobooks, so I can't exactly remember what they were called. But it was like a was it like Daglins or something? Maybe, yeah. But yeah, I know but, what you
1: mean. Yeah. yeah,
0: like they pretty much are exactly the Asteri and like the mm-hmm. timeline lines up. The story about they had this hero, and then his later he became like the one true king, which of course like lines up with their whole theory about like or not theory but their their kind of insistence that Reese take up that new helm mm-hmm. and then him being betrayed by his like his queen or his lover and his best friend and like that's exactly what happened to Pallas in the Crescent City series yes thank you Crescent City series and the like history. their stories and their histories yeah. yes yes so that was huge because that's already lining up. That was already kind yeah. of like testing our palettes for it.
1: Yeah, I I noticed that this time around I was paying a lot more attention to that because you know all yeah. that stuff just kind of goes in one ear. Yeah, like it, for me, but you're like, <laughs> like oh, well,
0: if it does, like without have the many, context, yeah, it do, If it doesn't yes. have
1: any way of tying in with the actual story we're reading, it's like, eh. so that was a little bit more of like Sarah dropping some hints, yeah. and yeah. she she I I listened to a podcast um where they were hosting her and she said I left like a lot of like hints and stuff like the eight-pointed star was like a big part of it like in Mm -hmm. Silver Flames specifically so um yeah when I listened to that I was like oh this sounds familiar (laughs) yeah I think it's like Daglin something like that I can't quite remember because I was also listening to it yes
0: Yes. The harp is, just, which is supposed to open doors, which mm-hmm. is now currently Bryce's problem. And okay. What if, okay, because in, in this one, the Dread Trove, they kind of, for a minute, they talk about there possibly being a fourth one that is fallen out of memory mm. and they can't even like grasp it. But like, it what if horn? it's the horn? Yeah. And yeah. so that's why they can't grasp it because it's not even like in, well, i should say nesta specifically because she's the one that has kind of been opening people's brains to it her and mm-hmm. Briallen, allen but what if she can't because it's not in the same universe as her right now yeah or at least in a court of silver flames technically right now it is yeah it got if taken it is yeah yes. it got taken out and so as her like powers are calling out to it there's nothing to answer yet yeah it's kind of
1: exciting to see how this lines up yes um another thing that was i think when crescent city first came out or when i first read it it was the the first one the idea was that like people thought rune's dagger was like the dagger that nesta made but that doesn't make any sense oh yeah no No, because they always, because everyone always thought that this was like thousands of years in the future. That was yes, that's what I thought too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So going into it, you're like, oh, okay, like you kind of see like little hints of this, and so then when fucking hell broke loose and Reese and said that at the end of book two, like I was like, what? So um, (laughs) everything's flipped on its head, which I think then when i was when we were reading house of sky and breath because we knew that before we started reading it yeah yeah Yeah. so then we were reading house of sky and breath and we meet Hypaxia, Mm -hmm. and doesn't her name sound familiar like from the akatar series like the witches' names like the there's like the language was very much the same Mm -hmm. so then i was like oh like trying to figure out who's related and like how like we don't know that much about I think Hypaxia. Is she a priestess or she's, she's, she's like a, a queen? Princess. She's yeah, yeah, she
0: was she was raised knowing that she was gonna take on her mother's like be her mother's heir successor. And yeah. so I think she was given a lot more like knowledge than yeah. normal.
1: Yeah. So I think cause there was like a lot of I think she was she was like a healer, but there was something about where she came from. Mm -hmm. that 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 was specific to like her or her people um and so then I was kind of interested to see oh maybe she was like related to because then there's like Briaxis and like all Mm -hmm. of these like x and y names that I thought might linguistically like
0: somehow like come together I think it's a good theory I also think it's possible that Moss just really likes that yeah because she also has like Atlantis with like the y yeah 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 what I am interested in as well is the fact that like in Valeris, I guess not just, in, in Prithian, their recollection, if you if you will, of the um, 15,000 years ago dealing with what we know now as Hysteria. And I think it was like Resan talking about it and his version of this like creation myth basically says that they were created by these people mm. which we know for sure that the kind of fae that are in crescent city and that world were created by the asteri now we know that because she found all of basically their experimentation notes but if these they were also created by the asteri as this like attempt to create the most um satisfying like hunger satisfying if you if there's a hunger that you could call it that they have then what were they made from as well you know yeah and does I guess does that even matter now or should we just accept it I don't know yeah but I find that to be an interesting detail as well yeah I think it kind of expands our understanding of the Asteri a little bit because like in crescent city they go from being these kind of almost godlike figures to being actually just monsters to again if they are going around just creating these new beings aren't they kind of just gods
1: yeah they kind of referred to themselves as, as gods
0: yeah and um, like, and
1: they said that in silver flames as well
0: yeah if they were like so
1: much, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry no go ahead that was i was just
0: where yeah i'm just kind of like how much of that is their own hubris and how much of that is kind of accurate yeah yeah so
1: well and i think it alludes to the fact that amrin is somehow (laughs) linked or like a subset or is an an asteri
0: well she's an angel was was an angel yeah because they talked about how she she talked about how she was destroying the twin cities it's sodom and gomorrah yeah and like a big she has that moment of basically humanity and she's going to be punished and so they send her away and she wakes up there right but what if it wasn't like a punishment what if it was on an accident and it was the hysteria somehow yeah i do think that like they're bringing up a lot more how old she is recently
1: mm-hmm.
0: and the fact like Okay, I guess it is the first book, the where she doesn't have her powers, but they talk a lot. There's the one scene when she's like, "You can say it. I'm powerless. Just say it. You don't have to."
1: Yeah,
0: it's Mist and
1: Fury. So it was in the end of, or not Mist and Fury. I don't know. Anyways, sorry.
0: Well, yeah. Well, like it was near the end of this one, where when like Pharaoh is saying something or other, and she's like, "I can't. I'm powerless. It's fine. It's great." Oh yeah. But i do feel like she's gonna play a bigger role mm-hmm. this is just turning into like a not just akatar but like akatar and house of sky and breath so yeah yeah um as it should be
1: because she's kind of her in uh the... yeah she's she's kind of what ties things together yeah. because um even bryce at the end of house of sky and breath says she looks like juniper yeah so then you you're already like forced to kind of see Amran as a link to that world. Yeah.
0: There's like And no one knows what
1: Juniper is, so
0: Yes. Not not Juniper, Fury. Fury, yeah. Yeah. There's her and Fury, Reese and Rune. Then mm-hmm. you've got the knives or the the daggers, the connected sword and dagger. Um, Asriel's. Yeah. And then you've got the fact that like nesta can control the the dead trove Mm -hmm. so now that's like four people specifically that like definitely have a link somehow to the prison city stuff
1: another thing is is that something i think i listened to in like a podcast which was bryce's power being like blinding was very Mm -hmm. similar to day court yeah yeah. Um, not Nesta's, but Farah's like day court, like when she like there's the parallel of like her and Reese banging in the cabin and she like yeah. lights up
0: <laughs> yeah out of her chest. So and then Therian being Lucian's dad. Mm-hmm. That is who's dad? Like, no, it's Hel- helian. Who's Therian? Crescent City. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> helian Helian being his dad. Yeah yeah yes 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 uh yeah
1: so many questions
0: so many, questions. So many. <laughs> um all of these theories these are just like we're just kind of pulling these out of a hat and we're like we don't know how these are connected yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> here's what we're thinking um I also did like unrelated to Crescent City but there's this part when Gwen is kind of being a little mysterious and Nesta has this line where she's like her story will come in time or something Mm -hmm, like that mm -hmm. which like one we do hear her story at the very end but it also does kind of make it seem like she's going to be the next book her and Azrael. maybe not the next book but like she's coming I guess because they finished kind of finished the love arc for Nesta and Cassian this time yeah. yeah I can't imagine them having many more books
1: yeah yeah i feel like that one was a big one i mm-hmm. think too because it kind of started in uh wings and ruin like at the yeah. end when they like yeah. confess their love so you know so it doesn't necessarily start from scratch um and then yeah. and i think yeah i think the next one's definitely got to be a new person i hope it is
0: yeah you could argue that it just like it goes all the way back to when they met at their mm-hmm. castle, because they both admit that like they couldn't stop thinking each- about each other yeah. from the very first moment. Yeah, and you get little inklings. So you get like Feyre finds out that her sister is giving him a hard time, um, and then with the cauldron when he's like his wings are completely flayed and he's mm-hmm. screaming for her. So like yeah, that was kind of always going on as well. Yeah. Um. And there was a lot more. I feel like in this movie or this movie, this book, a lot more passage of time Mm -hmm. than you would get with Feyre and Reese. You would, Mm -hmm. it would be like four months later, or like two months later. Yeah. Okay, Jesus, we're going through like a year. Yeah, basically at this point. Yeah.
1: So, what did you think of Silver Flames as a book?
0: Oh, I loved it. I like I like Nesta and Cassian better than I like Feyre Mm -hmm. and and Reese. Yeah. Um. I think Cassian is potentially the perfect man to ever, like, <laughs> you call him a god. Yeah, he fucking is. Um, <laughs> I stand by that. Yeah. That doesn't need any explanation. Yeah. He, he knows what she's going through. He doesn't like, know no, but he understands. He's like, mm-hmm. I don't know the details of this, but I get why she's acting the way that she is. And so he just has all of this patience Mm -hmm. he is aggressively respectful to the women that he's training during Mm -hmm. their training like their what eventually becomes their valkyrie training he is fantastic in bed he loves to give he's a giver yeah i won't i won't say how i mean that (laughs) um arguably he's about equality in the bed yes yeah he's a feminist if you will for which for an
1: illyrian is really huge huge yes and that's what i actually loved sorry real
0: real quick
1: detour um at the end of frost and starlight this time reading it i really it was the first time i reread the series after reading silver flames Mm -hmm. so reading frost and starlight they really do set up like the illyrian culture which is incredibly misogynistic and like closed off and stubborn like yeah. and so the fact that he is kind of this image of like feminist male is in really like nice. a himbo
0: body <laughs> that's like ideal for me um but I also think on that same note like the whole situation with the uh with the blood right would not have sat well if we didn't kind of have that already in our like mind you know they kind of set the stage for that um otherwise it would have been just going into that and being like oh my god there's just men everywhere trying to rape her for no reason what is going on but then i mean you have the already existing misogyny plus brie allens Mm -hmm. um
1: coast chase.
0: yeah they're they're string pulling which i do want to talk about koshi but that would have felt like gratuitous almost mm-hmm. if those other like things hadn't been going on yeah
1: there's already a theme of yeah
0: these these
1: victim priest priestesses that yeah are like in this library so there's already this theme of like a, assault and and um healing mm-hmm. and so when you're when you're already surrounded by that safe space like you know that this isn't just yet yeah, gratuitous like yeah, harm that they're walking through. Yeah, for sure. That's a good point.
0: There's one more thing with Cassian. Hold on, it'll come to me. I can't remember. It won't come to me. Maybe later. It will.
1: It, it will. will surface.
0: Um, I do think that Koshi, and I'm not saying Koshi because that's so. Koshi is um in Melissa's infinite knowledge not infinite but of like european mythologies he is from slavic mythology kochi the deathless and so his thing is basically that he is i don't want to say a god because he does not really there's not i should i should also preface this by saying like there's not as much record of slavic lore as there is about like greek roman or like uh norse and everything and so we don't really know how like the, the how they get kind of categorized. Mm-hmm. Um, but he is exactly as it sounds. Kochi the Deathless does not die. And so in the story, in like the myth, when he's found, he is found actually chained up as just this like old man, and all the old man is asking for is water. And so the the prince or princess, depending on the version of the story that you listen to. It's like, I'm not going to unchain him. A little water won't hurt. And so they give him water and he becomes all powerful again, breaks out of his chains and runs away. And he's a villain in the story. So they have to get him back. And they like go through all the trials and tribulations that they have to. But in the end, they can't kill him. They just have to like chain him back up. Mm -hmm. And so I am interested to see how she ties some of that back in because like the Bone Weaver and... Not the Bone Weaver. The Weaver and then the Bone... What was it? Bone Weaver. Was it really? Because, well, like, the, the Bone Weaver and then his bone sister. Carver. Bone Carver. Okay, I was like, yeah. that feels weird. Okay, <laughs> yes, thank you. So the Bone Carver, the Weaver, and Koschei are all siblings, right? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I just mean that, like koshe is like a figure from like an existing myth the bone carver as far as i know so like don't don't quote me on this but like as far as i know they aren't like the other two are not right and so i am interested to see how she uses him then yeah also because we've kind of talked about this before also with house of sky and breath is that there's a lot of stuff related to like just names and then also concepts related to Mm. norse mythology Mm mm-hmm that are real. If Lanthus is old enough to remember the wild hunt, which means he's old enough to remember the Asteri being there and being a power, then we can safely assume that Koshai is equally as old, if not far older. hmm Um, so I do think these are gonna tie in also somehow. Not Lanthus, but Koshai. Yeah. I did notice
1: too that the again i'm really great with names but the <laughs> one that was um that lucian was hanging out with those those people
0: Vassa like Gerian, and Vassa.
1: Vass mm-hmm. is the one the one that turns into a bird at night a dra- like a firebird at night firebird yeah yeah and i thought that there was may, might have been some parallels with like the
0: thunderbird so that's that is possible but also in Kosche's story, the way that the prince or princess def- like defeats him is by being. So I guess it's princess, but the way she defeats him is by being helped by birds that turn into husbands. Yeah. So there's already that theme of like human bird shapeshifting, kind yeah. of in the in that story. Also, it's kind of against their will.
1: Yeah.
0: It's not something. It's not like they're they're natural shapeshifters. It just. It's something that's being forced upon them. Yeah. So that was another another little tidbit. Yeah. That I feel like is relevant somehow. Yeah. I'll have to look back at the story to see if there's anything like helpful that she might've pulled from it. Like, I don't remember exactly how it ends. Right. So. um, Easter eggs. Little Easter eggs. (laughs) Um, But we've got like, in house of sky and breath you got thur who's supposed to be this kind of translation of thor uh a god of lightning another thing i remember
1: hearing Erd.
0: yes in silver that's flames the, that's the
1: bog isn't it it would they were it was referred to like in passing i think between cassian and azrael of like they u- like hunt used it which was like in vain you know like you say god in vain it was like like a passing thing they didn't go into any myth or anything but i thought that Mm -hmm. was interesting so i i wonder if that's an illyrian thing potentially you know because you don't hear anyone else talk about it and i was just like hmm i remember hearing that that."
0: (laughs) and so we know at the very least that the illyrian race goes back all the way to the war with the astary because of their their story about uh Analaus? sure okay sounds right the archway and he stood for three days and held that ground until he finally fell and reached the the sacred stone at the top of the mountain that that guy ramiel yes
1: i remembered a name <laughs> yay um okay okay so now characters yes unless you have any more to add you mean casting characters? Well, I would just I want to hear about like a quarter silver flames other than Cassian. Do you did you like Nesta more?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think I relate to Nesta more. Yeah. Or at least I find her more relatable than Farah. Mm-hmm. Feyre was just kind of good at things, which was really frustrating yeah. sometimes. Whereas like Although the time jumps sometimes were jarring, it also made Nesta's progress with her training and with her rehabilitation a lot more believable. Yeah, like for them to become a Valkyrie. Yes. Yeah. I was like, if that happened in the timeline under like Feyre's book, yeah, I would have just kind of like, okay. <laughs> okay, just take me to the sex then, that's fine. <laughs> well, so what
1: I've, some critiques about the book that I've heard which is a lot of people didn't like that it kind of wrapped around a Feyre again at the end but I actually yeah. liked that because I think Farah needed that from Nesta
0: yeah I think that was a much bigger moment for Nesta than it was yeah, for exactly Feyre. it was a opportunity for Nesta to
1: like give back a little bit because she was yeah. you know she realized how like you know shitty of a sister she was and like we all have like hated nesta for these reasons Mm -hmm. and so it made sense i felt like because a lot of people didn't like like they just wanted it to be like nesta's story which it very much was nesta's story yeah that's my argument is that i think i think nesta and Farah, as a relationship needed that like um
0: that gift to Farah. also like as I was listening to that part, so much of the art that I've seen of, like, Feyre giving birth has completely left everybody else other than, like, Reese and Maja out of the room. Mm. And so my thinking was, now that you've said that also, but, like, at the time I was thinking, like, why at least, at the very least, they should have included Nesta in these pictures that they're making. Yeah yeah because it's her book and it's her scene as well Mm -hmm. but also like if that's the way you view the scene then that's kind of just on you as the reader because that is not that is not the way that the scene was written exactly yes yeah
1: um it was important for nesta to see like reese on his knees begging Mm -hmm. it was important for reese to see nesta do that because their relationship was very rocky Probably yeah. more so than Farrah and Nesta, um, and so, yeah. No, that was. I thought it was like very well done. Um, Agreed.
0: Yeah, and uh, I was, yeah. I was annoyed at first going into it that I was like, oh, they're going to kind of like end the book on this. Like, yeah. okay, yeah. And I do wish that we'd gotten more out of their mating ceremony. Hmm. But. I don't think the wedding or not the wedding, I don't think the uh the birth really took away from Nesta. That was a huge moment for her. Yeah, yeah. So I also cried so many
1: times (laughs) listening to this. Um, I think I told you over Messenger it was there was a there's a point when in the beginning where Nesta calls herself a monster. Yeah. I really felt that. Um, but also. Her Gwyn and Emery are like,
0: oh my god, everything. Yes, like this, I was like, is, why can't
1: there be more books about friendship? <laughs> like it was this so is, beautiful.
0: Their friendship is so much better than like Farah and like Moore's or Feyra and Amory, yeah. because Faira feels just kind of like a leader, where she's kind of got this cursory. She mm-hmm. cares, and I, I don't, I don't doubt that she cares for everybody, but she's got this kind of like cursory. Uh, relationship with everybody she knows mm-hmm. what she needs to know and she like says the right things and she goes about being really nice and it sounds like I'm being really passive aggressive about it I'm not but then you see genuinely Nesta and Gwyn and Emery become very close yes you see them help each other heal and that was so much better yeah than anything I saw in the first four books. The
1: part, I I can never get over it, but the part when they're in the blood, right? And Gwen's like got a like sprained ankle and she's like, we can do this. And they just knock her out. <laughs> yes,
0: yes. It wasn't a spring. She had an arrow through her thigh. Yeah, yeah. She's like, I'm not leaving you behind. Um, we're going to finish this together. And like the second Nesta does, Emery's just like, yeah, yeah that's uh yeah. that's probably the best that was probably the that. best <laughs> <laughs> it
1: was so good because it it just shows it also just shows you too like I it's very rare that I am in love with a character that's like kind of like myself like mm-hmm. I think out of the three of them I would be like I probably am like Gwen the most just like I don't know maybe 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 I just want to But I I generally don't want like people who are like me.
0: The funny thing is, when I first when we first meet Gwen, I was like, I don't like her. Yeah. And not because she's kind of quiet. She's a little shy sometimes. But because when we first met her, she was like, insulted, I think, by something Nesta did or said. And so she told everybody, all of the other priestesses, that Nesta was there to reshelve their books. And so suddenly everybody was giving right. them her books and Nesta had to do it manually because she didn't know how to use her magic yet. Yeah. And so then Gwen comes up to her later and she's like, why aren't you using your magic to do that? You're high fae." And she was like, I don't actually know how, or if I actually yeah. can do that at all. Yeah. And she's like, oh, okay. And then leaves the book. Yeah. So she still gives her more to reshelve. Yeah. At that point, I was like, actually, fuck Gwen. <laughs> yeah. And then later I was like, you know, actually, that's probably something I would do.
1: Yeah. So,
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel you on Gwen and my feelings towards her. I liked Emery from the beginning, though.
1: Yeah. Emery, I think, was supposed to be like kind of an easy. Yeah. Easy um, one to fall in love with.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But there's there's a lot of art of more in Emory, which I'm kind of excited about.
0: Yes, that, I hope yes. that happens. I hope it does because I want more to be happy, but I also don't want it to be like okay. I just I'm suspicious because the only thing we have so far is that Emory has talked about how she's really beautiful and how she never comes uh, to Windhaven anymore, and how she's like, oh, I kind of wish she would come by sometimes again. More. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When she when Emory's talking about more um but we haven't actually seen them interact yet and so that's why yeah that's I okay I will say on this day I ship Elaine and Lucian yeah and I can say that firmly yeah I don't think it's gonna be an easy road for them but I hope for the best with them at the very least, he's shown a willingness to take it slow now, mm-hmm. to respect her boundaries, mm-hmm. give her the space that she needs. But I'm pretty sure her and Azriel are already fucking. Right, and not telling anyone. Which I also kind of hope they are. Someone
1: would be- have to glamour the scent. They would, yeah. but
0: I wouldn't put it past them either. Yeah, um, and that's why they're
1: glancing awkwardly
0: there's constant like constant things he's constantly watching her but she's doing it back yeah i have to
1: send you i have the there's an extra scene she wrote
0: yes of yes, interaction do interaction
1: that they have so i'll have to send you that i have to read it again too because it was a while ago when i read it the yeah i i i think it'll work out i because first of all they're these peripheral characters that are still major players yeah like lucian's still yeah. a major player like he is the bridge between the spring Court and the north and also and the humans and the humans. and he's also yeah. like he's going to be king of the autumn court like yeah he has to um and he's Helian's son so it's or, like
0: and just hear me out if he's more involved when it comes to crescent city stuff i i fully anticipate we'll see characters from both stories permanently crossing the lines into the other worlds yeah and ever since i thought that i've thought that lucian would potentially be one of those people Hmm. so yeah that is just my thinking
1: yeah i think um god someone in the book club though said they want to see elaine go bad and i'm like oh i'm so for it <laughs> i want to so see cool that too yes, like, yes to go
0: bad dark mm. Elaine would be really fun yeah Darkly. um sorry though i interrupted you what were you saying before that was
1: i think that was it okay um but yeah i do think gwyn and Azrael would make a good yeah. i just i just am really rooting for that because i just like I think she's the bubbles to his, like, yeah, you know, stoic presence. Yeah. Like, I think they really need each other.
0: Agreed. I don't know how aggressively I ship them. I think I'm kind of indifferent towards whoever Azriel yeah. ends up with. Because you love him too much. Exactly, actually. So, like, I talk about each of, like, Cassian and then Reese when we're reading these books as if, like, they're my new book boyfriend. But honestly, like, Azriel has my heart yeah yeah Cassian could be the perfect man and I'd still be into Azrael so yeah
1: I I am honestly like also I'm just kind of indifferent with Azrael like I know I I, a lot of people really like him but I'm just kind of like I don't know he just doesn't speak and I that's what people like about him so
0: I'm like uh... I don't know
1: like yeah Cassian's like honestly Cassian's probably really annoying person like, yeah. yes, he's, like, a good person, and he, like, is there for you. But, like, mm-hmm. in, like, social gatherings, I'd be, like...
0: <laughs> like, please sit down, you're seven yeah. feet tall. <laughs> I feel like, can you calm down a little bit? Um... <laughs> um, I think, so my thing with Azrael isn't so much that, like, he's quiet, but he... And I shouldn't say, like, I'm not saying as though the other Bat Boys don't do this, but he, like, he seems darker. And we know that I think it was Moss in an interview or something. I feel like that's what you told me, but like, she's confirmed that he's kinky. Right. So he's got a bit of like a darker side. And yeah. we just haven't seen that yet. Yeah. So there is definitely that extra level of mystery. Yeah. And he's so protective of people. Like he's not afraid to be dirty to protect the people that he cares about, which I like. So I'm always about like that anti-hero kind of style. So yeah,
1: definitely. Like, um, I mean, I think I like the scenes in this book you know I A Court mm-hmm. of course silver flames like the sex scenes and stuff yeah um this is the first really explicit one in the actors series i remember messaging you that like being like reading this and being yeah. like wow this is like like after reading the first three books i was like like this is explicit for her and this is where where she's always wanted to go i actually heard her in an interview talk about how in throne of glass there is a scene where a alien or whatever the main character like loses her virginity and she wanted to write that she was sore the next morning but the publishers wouldn't let her because when really when that came out it was much different like yeah time like um climate for like young Mm -hmm. adults and like sex scenes and she was like but I really wanted to put that because I was sore like
0: <laughs> you know my yeah. first
1: time like so in and so now I think they were kind of talking about how like the industry's changed a lot and like knew there was like that moment where new adult kind of was making a emergence um I, I guess it didn't stick um and now she's like kind of able to be more explicit um silver flames is the first one because i think
0: this sorry i think this qualifies as new adults yeah it does yeah
1: yeah um the earth and blood it was it was steamy slow burn yeah but you're not getting like i mean i guess we're we're always getting the apex between the thighs or whatever it is yeah um but it's you know you're not going down on someone really in that much detail right like I felt like she really like yes she really let herself like indulge in the scene like this the sex scenes were like some of them were pretty long I guess sky and breath that it got a little bit more explicit because they were actually having sex but
0: yeah I think so that was one of the things about like Silver Flames. I wouldn't say so much that it was like less explicit so much as it was like much more immediately explicit. hmm hmm And-
1: Because they were waiting for it, you know? <laughs> yeah, they both
0: were, they both were. Like we jumped into basically like book three of their love story. Yeah, yeah. And- And um, they're both very sexual
1: people, so it made sense.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And like one thing that actually surprised me about this one- even though they have so like we read about so much sex is that they're having so much more sex and one thing we've talked about in the past when you have like romance stuff like this is that like the second that they start having sex is when you stop hearing about it quite as much mm-hmm. or when like it becomes official when they're officially together is when you stop hearing like we hear about almost every time Reese and Farah have sex before they get married And then there's a few times that are implied and there's a few actual times Mm -hmm. but this time from the beginning when it was just sex we would get a sex scene we hear about one we get a sex scene we would hear about one they'd think Mm -hmm. about one like we weren't actually experiencing every single time Mm -hmm. which was surprising I think that made it more subtly an explicit book yes yes yeah yeah I agree And I think
1: I've said this before, but I really love the way that she uses, like, the working out the next day. Yeah. And then, like, she'll start a chapter, and it'll be, like, the next morning when they're, like, training. Mm -hmm. And then she'll be, like, remembering last night. So we're not, like, it's not happening kind of in real time, but, like, you'll hear about, like, the details of it. And then it will, like, keep, like, the sexual tension sustain that really yeah. really well like during the training and stuff, which I really like.
0: <laughs> yes. Especially because she's got her two best friends there mm-hmm. who she can talk about it with. And because her they're tani. all fey, <laughs> yes, because they're all Faye, they can all hear it. And then he can smirk at her from across the workout. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Shall we cast? Um, yeah. I was gonna say I don't know many more characters that I think I could talk about. Yeah. There's not really anyone else that important.
1: Mm-hmm
0: so yes yeah. cast off the top of my head i stand by what i said in the group chat in our in the discord which is that florence Pugh would be a really great Farah. since we're getting the show i don't know like i'm i'm not saying that she has to be pharah or i'm not gonna watch the show i think she'd just be a good Farah. yeah what's her last um, name Pugh. p-u-g-h she was the one from little women she's pretty she's got that cute little button nose Mm -hmm. nesta however is so hard to Mm -hmm. because you need this really stern look this really like unapproachable Mm -hmm. look very cold yes yes and i still don't know
1: yeah and almost like not like numb yeah she's not even looking at you
0: Yes, you
1: know, at the beginning you
0: need, you need somebody who can somehow make that same face and make you think that she's about to kill you. Yeah. Yeah, with words. Yeah. I feel like Jamie Dornan could be Asriel.
1: Yes. We we've talked about that, I think we've we? landed on that. Yeah.
0: Okay, yeah, cuz he's a, like Azriel's supposed to be like absurdly beautiful. He's supposed mm-hmm. to be the pretty boy in the group.
1: Also, um Riz Ahmed, I think, would be also very good Asriel. Yeah, because he has a beautiful face. Yeah. Um, I think I've, I I uh, came up with that, but Jamie, yeah. I'm also Jamie Dornan, also
0: because also Jamie Dornan's super tall and isn't Asriel like the tallest of all three of them? I think so. Yeah, he's supposed to be like that tall, lanky, not lanky right. I wouldn't say, but like thin. Um, mm-hmm. and I kind of stand by Henry Cavill as as Cassian Mm -hmm.
1: you just want to see him having sex
0: (laughs) no (laughs) I would want to do that (laughs) I could just watch Wisher again (laughs) yeah (laughs) um okay Elaine would have to be somebody kind of like mousy but in a good way
1: Mm mm-hmm
0: I'm thinking like the girl from sex education who, um, the blonde one who, the friend yes, the friend who couldn't yeah. go on the buses because that guy, I was like an her asshole. a lot. Yes.
1: Yeah. I've been wanting to put her somewhere too.
0: I feel like she could be a good, good. Elaine, mm-hmm. especially cause she has those like doe eyes. Mm-hmm. Mm. Could you imagine like her playing Elaine in, um, Wings and Ruin when like she's just broken.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Oh, that'd be good. That would be so good. Another good
1: one would be Ginny from Game of Thrones. Yes, yeah, she is. Um, she kind of plays the same character, but she uh, got her fame from Skins. Yeah, forget her name, but uh, she's amazing, and she would I think would also
0: play that well. I think we both chose people with, like, that, like, front lip that goes like this. Yeah. And it's, like, cute and... Yeah. <laughs> their lips are, like, always pursed. Yep. Yeah.
1: Okay, so Nesta. I mean, I think you'd said you didn't really know. Yeah. I can't really decide either.
0: Mostly because, like, I don't... I don't know. Like, she, Nesta's important to me. Nesta's, like, next to my heart
1: yeah it's hard yep when when we see it we'll know
0: yeah exactly exactly
1: but I still I still stand by um uh John Renee Page for Reese I think he'd be really good
0: I don't think he's for me at least I don't think he's like cocky enough in like a uh commanding maybe yes thank you commanding I don't think he's commanding enough he does feel a little like, like if I said the right word, I could definitely like <laughs> defeat him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I need somebody with sadder eyes for Reese.
1: Mm. If that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, like the
0: the weariness of the weight. Yes. Of all of his power and all of his his royalty and the potential of being the one true king <laughs> of Prythian.
1: And all of the lives that are that he is responsible for.
0: Yes. And the pain of losing his mother and sister and Tamlin's mother and sister and I don't know, however that went. Yeah. I don't remember Tamlin's side. I am, okay. Okay, here's another thing. I don't think that Tamlin needs to have a redemption. However i wouldn't say no i don't want him to be a martyr like i don't want it to be like he sacrifices himself and then in the very end at the like when they're talking about succeeding they're like and this drink goes out to tamlin the one true hero blah blah like that would be bullshit but if we were to see him start to recover i'd be cool with that like
1: making amends yeah yeah having real change
0: yes i think people get too hung up on trying to hate him when like one he definitely deserves it but i don't think he's that bad of a guy he was just scared yeah. most of the time yeah he
1: yeah. was scared I, I th- and
0: he didn't have any guidance
1: yeah i think he
0: has like he has
1: he has just such a big role mm-hmm. in Ferris's story and in the story of honestly um parithian because he was the gate in which yeah uh Pharaoh made it in and saved yeah parithian. and so he plays this huge role and yet he's just kind of like left up un- in the curb and so there is just kind of like we maybe not redemption but almost resol- some kind of resolution
0: yeah because right now he's just kind of like roaming his lands like in his <laughs> beast form he's, um he's just ro-
1: <laughs> he roaming is, around
0: <laughs> but like Okay, so I've talked before, I think mostly between us, about like him and Reese have very parallel stories. Like they're kind of two, like two mirror sides of each other, because of their kind of equal timed rise to being the high kings of or the high lords of their their respective lands. But when like Reese went home, he had the court. He had his brothers he had more he had amrin yeah he had people that he loved and that loved him in return to help him yeah tamlin did not have that
1: yeah he even had a- his relationship with Lucian was pretty fickle
0: yes and in i don't hand. think that had started even yeah. at the point when he became high king yeah. and so he didn't have anybody his father was equally as terrible but he didn't have the the um allies that reese had and so what we're seeing almost is like this, what Rhys could have been if he did not have the support that he had. And mm-hmm. he doesn't even, like, Tamlin does not even have, like, the negative influence of the Illyrians. Right. So I think, I do think that Tamlin is a little bit more deserving of, um, I guess, hope. Like, I hope mm-hmm. the best for him. I really do. Mm-hmm. I don't think that his punishment is unfounded, though. Yeah. So okay yeah okay that was definitely longer than 30 minutes i know it's okay um it's what we do
1: it is what we do
0: okay so i'm sure there is a million other things that i could say about (laughs) this series but we've already said stuff before as well
1: yeah so So. we're gonna we're gonna play a little uh segment from a tangent we had in the previous episode multiple tangents tangents about (laughs) Akatar. so
0: here it is enjoy it has (laughs) made me excited like finishing up this one to read the Akatar series yes because I want to see the clues yeah exactly because if she's been building
1: this for a long time like oh fucking god like I'm excited that we're I'm rereading them now after having like the latest in this yeah
0: I think I've mentioned I know I know. we've talked about it before, so I, I can't really say specifically if it's been on the podcast or not. But the only reason I've held off on reading ACOTAR is because I've seen all the spoilers. Yeah. It's like, okay, so Euphoria. I have not watched a single episode of Euphoria, but I can tell you what happened because the you, internet. But I don't, see, I don't like- I don't know how. I
1: don't know anything about Euphoria.
0: I'm not- I don't know how. Do you
1: Google Euphoria and then no. like look at- Cause you don't seem up. the kind of person that likes spoilers, but like you just I kind know, of come I across things. For things that I don't want <laughs> or do, you, or do you, cause what we, what I've now learned is that your mom loves spoilers. Yes. So part of me wonders if you are actually really, you're kind of looking for them, but don't want them. No, no, no.
0: Um, I think because with, like, I Euphoria. want them
1: and I don't find them. I'm not looking for them. Cause I'm just
0: like I feel like I don't know. that's just like the way of the universe though, you know? Um <laughs> so my thing well, like with Euphoria, I wasn't really interested. It's like if yeah. I want to watch that, I'll watch Grassy. I'll
1: watch Skins.
0: Yeah. Um But I follow a lot of people on Twitter that really like it. Mm-hmm. And so they'll tweet about it a lot. Oh, and then they'll okay, you're on Twitter. It. That's why. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, there actually... is no filter. Yeah. Twitter has like the,
1: an, an, it has an explosive algorithm. Yes. Like you can't I, avoid it.
0: That's not where I find book spoilers. So I find book spoilers all on Instagram. Instagram, yeah. Um, and even though I avoid the ones that are like spoilers, don't read if you haven't read, somehow I still find them. Um, with with mm. ACOTAR though it's because I didn't get back until reading until like the last few years right those right. books were all out yeah so like it was well past the spoiler yeah no for, for sure any of those yes
1: yeah. it's definitely um I I remember when I did read ACOTAR two years ago in 2020 and I remember that's when like of course in the pandemic everyone's like getting online more right and so I was, like, on Instagram a lot more. Bookstagram was kind of, like, coming into my feed a lot more. And I do remember seeing something about ReSand
0: mm-hmm.
1: before ReSand. sand
0: yeah. was resand
1: sand Um, sand at the time, because I'm just acclimating to your pronunciations,
0: but. I have big <laughs> news for you. Not actually Akitar or Moss related, but in darker shades no Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. darker shade of magic i went on because i knew that she was going to be releasing more books and so i was like looking at her website to see what the update was on those it's going to be a whole new trilogy by the way which is exciting yes part of her faq her faq is how do you pronounce the prince's name it's rye is it really she pronounces that rye I can't say that Rhysand, as far as I know, it's Reese because like, yeah. that's an actual name. That's that like a name here. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, that one's Rye.
1: So my, uh, my quirkiness is paying
0: off <laughs> of just like this one time. It's it Rye. Rye. <laughs> yes. This one time. Um, yeah. So I just wanted to give you, give you that. I'll give you that. Yeah.
1: You give me back my valor. Yes.
0: Yes. I, I'll give <laughs> you back your, your short why,
1: um, Yeah, okay. Yeah, Reese, I I feel like I didn't get I was able to read it fast enough before I got the spoilers. That's fair. Yeah, and so I I would be absolutely surprised if you didn't know anything. Yeah, at this point, having so the thing is like I did have
0: that point where like at first I didn't really know what I was like being spoiled for with. And but then, then the you, you start point. putting
1: pieces together. I, I, and you're like, I get the like, story. Like,
0: <laughs> like, I can yeah. pick out, like, the difference between Reese and Cassian and As, Asriel, like, in yeah. art now. I can the pick bat out the boys. difference between, like, yeah, uh, Nesta and Feyre and Elaine in art now. Yeah. And I've only read, I, I'm still not even finished with Akatar.
1: But. I know. We need to get on that. We have a book club.
0: I know. I know. Oh. I'm, I'm, I'm on it. I'm on it. Look. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on.
1: Oh my god, it's my favorite one. It's so pretty. It's, it's my it's my favorite one. Okay, that's good to know. That's good this to know. This is I there's a scene in this one that I my eyes were blood for like a couple of days. I'm telling oh, you, like it was
0: it, crying it, 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 or because it, you were reading it so aggressively.
1: Just not being able to close my eyes. I Okay. I was just it was it popped my romance book cherry let's okay. just say oh, that okay,
0: okay. i was like i was like is this like a crying thing or no, like you couldn't stop reading no, because no it was, no, sex it was thing?
1: no it was just like i remember like trying to like concentrate on conversations and not being able to oh
0: that's because funny okay. yeah
1: because i was just like got it got it okay that's it was good just, to know but it's probably going to be underwhelming for you now because but
0: it was like my sorry, I'm so sorry i sorry i do this but the thing is like as much as i don't like spoilers. One thing that I do like reading this one kind of tying it back to our actual, our actual episode <laughs> is seeing all of the clues now, mm-hmm. like getting more information so that I can try to decipher Christmas yes. city mysteries, but also seeing how people went from like Tamlin in book one to hardcore Reese lovers face and after yeah. I'm excited to see that down that downfall.
1: Okay, I'm gonna shout out an Instagrammer right now. Okay. It's at Hi I'm Bookish. Yes. And she just recently, like, peace girl, because she just recently like listened to the Avatar series, like reread it, but she like and she did like a story where it was like spoilers, she's just gonna yes. like go through. And I was reading all of them and I was like, and she's like, <laughs> her reactions are so good, she's just like, um, She's like, you know, everyone hates Tamlin, but like, oh, she's like, oh, I forgot he like bit her neck. Like, Yes. <laughs> like,
0: that's, I was like, I don't really hate Tamlin yet. I'm yeah. going be honest. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> and, then, and then she goes, I miss Evil Race. And I'm like, thank you! Because he gets kind of like, people put this like, um, he's just like husband material because they're like been together for so many books. And then yeah, he the just like loses in- his edge. But like, The first interaction we have with him, well, the second interaction, which I don't think you've gotten to yet unless you've read more. Okay. The second reaction when he like goes into her brain. Yes. He's like really intense and evil. And I haven't read, reread that yet. I haven't gotten there in the second reading and I'm so excited to read it.
0: The, like the the 1.5 version of us meeting, like in our introduction to him is when he pranks them by cutting off someone's head. And just like putting it in their fountain, I don't remember. That. <laughs> yeah, because uh, Fayor went outside to paint, and the fountain, like it's at like on the top, because you know it's like a fancy place. It's got a statue in the middle of the fountain, and it's His head. Yeah. Is it just somebody outside of the spring court because they didn't have a mask? And Reese put it there because he he claims it when he comes back later when they're okay. in the like when we finally see him for the second time.
1: Okay, so how far are you in the book? Just really quick.
0: Okay, so we can, <laughs> we can cut all of this. No, we, we can... don't.
1: Because this. if you want to hear us talk about it, go to the book club.
0: Yes, that's true. That's true. Um, she uh, went back and then went back. So she just got to the manor. Because I know shit's about to went start
1: Went back moving, to uh, like the human the spring lands.
0: spring court. No, 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 spring court. She already left the human lands again. Okay, what do you
1: mean by went back first?
0: So she went back to the human lands, and now she went back to, to the Supreme Court. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So she, I, have, I stopped her there because I was like, she's about to start moving a lot faster. Yeah. And it's two in the morning. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, it gets real. I remember yes. the, oh, yeah, it goes so fast. It's, it's yes.
0: good. So, yeah, she just showed up, and the place is wrecked. Okay. Now, you were saying what was I saying? I don't know. I don't you remember. said you want to know where I was for something.
1: Yeah, I just wanted to know where you were at. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, that's where I met. Okay.
0: They had sex, which is nice.
1: Yeah. It, it's not terrible.
0: No, so like it's I mean, it's loosely like closed door sex. Yeah. So I'm excited to get to the actual nasty shit. Yeah. Especially since I've like read Crescent City and I know what she can do now. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So
1: well see the thing is is a lot of secrets are unrevealed at the end of this book so there's not much okay. i can tell ta- i can say and I, mean, I, I have
0: like my we can start talking theories.
1: in the next book the next book is kind of when everything kind of she yeah. lets it all hang out and then we can all hash okay, it out cool. you know so okay cool first book is just kind of tearing the banding out band-aid band-aid off yeah <laughs>
0: uh-huh. say that
1: yep um but Far- Farrah really proves herself i really like Farrah's arc pharah's arc is what this book is all about
0: yeah okay. um that is the end though that is the end of our cast. that is the end i did do
1: the night court are we gonna save okay. that or can i can i just quickly mention yeah okay because they might change but i feel yeah. like i did go through the work okay so reese is actually <laughs> yes. um bridgerton season one renee page
0: i didn't i did, I did okay. not
1: because he has the command mm-hmm. and he has mm-hmm. the sen like the sensuality that i'm looking that, yeah. for that i'm looking for in reese mm-hmm. um because i had him as kieran as well and then i was like i don't know kieran's more this and then i was like you know what <laughs> um <laughs> And then, um, Farah is still on the table, cannot decide. Um, n- I'm going to say Nesta right now, okay. which is one okay. of my favorite. I just think she's so cool. Um, Le- Leah Seydoux. She's a French actress. She actually plays in a video game. <laughs> Milo was playing. I was like, that's Leah Seydoux. Um, L-E-A. Oh, and Yes. Then- her last name is yeah she played in one of my favorite movies which is farewell my queen she plays a maid in the palace of versailles um as a handmaid to uh what's her face queen Antoinette played by Diane Kruger yes and um such a great movie I wrote my one of my essays in grad school on it so
0: nice nice
1: um and didn't get a great grade but that's fine
0: did any of us did any of us really (laughs) (laughs) and if you did fuck you um (laughs) if you did that's just like that's great yeah great for you
1: oh my god but i just love her and i even thought because she has kind of this like fuck you energy but also being like very like i know myself energy that i like um okay the, the other ones aren't that important i was trying to figure out where to put jamie dornan and i kind Azrael. of i kind of wanted him as Azrael. yeah
0: i was like i um, think he'd fit because he can be really quiet and i like that he's played creeps more than once yeah not creeps, creeps sexy like Azrael, creeps a creep. sexy exactly sexy exactly creeps like- which
1: aren't as creepy as creeps are
0: <laughs> um <laughs> the guy from 50 shades yeah which According to rumor, and I think it's technically just canon because I think Sarah J. Moss is actually the one who said it, but Asriel is supposed to be like kinky. Oh yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's alluded. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah. so Jamie Dornan as Azrael. Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: I, uh, wanted, so again, this has already kind of been going around my brain sphere. Bradley James, he was in Merlin. He played King Arthur, uh-huh. Prince Arthur, and then King Arthur. And I think he'd be good at ca- as Castile. because he's C- another one. Castiel or the- Cassian? Cassian, sorry.
1: What? What's his uh, name?
0: Bradley. Bradley James. He's got like the big chest. He's he's a big guy. Even when he was like playing a prince, you know, when guys like like mid sections are so muscly that they look like they've got fat but really it's just muscle mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh-huh yeah yes hard yes okay
1: so hear me out for Cassian Cass- are or, or you done
0: sorry Cassian yeah yeah no that's just one that's been up in my brain yes.
1: okay so hear me out for Cassian okay I just literally just typed Cassian and I'm <laughs> nope that's not how it works, Bethany. Yes, yes. Um not yet. Manu Bennett. Bennett. Manu Bennett. It just sounds French to me. He's also in Spartacus. He plays um one of the side characters and he's just exactly what Cassian is as a character in the in the show um Spartacus. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um he plays uh, Crixus. He's supposed to be just like all like He's supposed to be like the muscle. He's very much. Um, when I think of Cassian, you know, you have those like passionate men. Yes. You yes. know, so mm-hmm. he fall in the show Spartacus. He falls in love with Ni- No, not Niobe. That's uh, Rome. I'm getting my twenty. I'm getting my twenty ten series mixed up.
0: Um, Understandable.
1: It starts with an N, but there's this girl he's really into, and they fall in love, right? And he just gets mm-hmm. so intense about it. Um, yeah, that's that's him. He just all the that's the only way he can express himself is like physically, and that's how I feel like with Cassian. Like yeah. when he's like angry, like he has to yeah. like do something. Fuck it out. Yeah. So Man- Manu ben- Bennett. That is Cassian. That, that is I Cassian.
0: Think- could play nesta and this is not my final answer so sure if we talk about this idea later, it is subject to change yes is natalie dormer okay yes
1: and because
0: I, yep. I feel like she's always got the smirk and when she doesn't have the smirk though it's mean looking yes mm-hmm. in this very hot way yes she's you can tell that knowing. she does this, Yes. Yes. You can tell she does the smirk to make sure that she doesn't come off quite as like resting bitch face. Yes. But I think she really could nail that.
1: Okay. So I literally have power. Yes. I literally have Natalie Dormer crossed off next to Nesta. Like she was on my list and I, and, and and I'm, I'm like, I'm reconsidering a lot mm-hmm. of things i'm always flipping between people yeah leah sadu could on- honestly be Fera.
0: i think she could also be elaine
1: she could be elaine there's i think because her we need i need more from elaine before i can cast her i that's am fair, so that's upset fair. i think with how much i, I don't know who really-
0: elaine is like i am just like so we know Enough about Elaine that I feel like a plenty of people could easily play her, you know.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Whereas like Feyre, I need more from the actors. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. I actually had Natalie Dormer. I just was. I got really excited when I found when I found Leia Leia do and then I was like, oh, I need to put her somewhere, you know. Yeah. Um. That I moved Natalie Dormer to more. As more.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: um But I also like her as Nesta. So it's, you know, we can come back to that. Yeah. Because, you know, because I think more is a little bit more playful.
0: Natalie Dormer can do that.
1: She could. That's also Natalie Dormer, yeah. though. Like she could, yep. she could do Farah. She could do all yep. fucking five people, all the girls. Yeah. She's just great. I really liked her. I liked her in the tutors
0: yes um somebody that i think could play Farah, potentially again not my final answer but sophie turner was that one of yours i have her crossed off
1: yep and then i put someone else and then i crossed them off i just can't decide but i had her as Farah. Yeah. that's funny that's great
0: i yeah. don't have an explanation that is just that is my that answer. is that is it because i also yep. think too
1: all we know of sophie turner is sansa mm-hmm. and sansa has her journey she has her beginning and her end and mm-hmm. i feel like towards the end she starts getting a little bit more less elaine more Fera. yeah you know
0: like there the was a little mess in the middle shot. there yes <laughs> you know? yes the last shot of her which is her like on the throne mm-hmm. in the north very much like Feyre, Feyre and <laughs> the, the court of nightmares yep yeah yeah, yeah. I, I, a little bit I agree clothed, with that yeah yeah yeah
1: a little bit more first uh-huh.
0: yeah
1: yeah okay. I also had um to just w- last one um mm-hmm. Eleanor Tomlinson I wanted to put somewhere I had her as Elaine she plays in Paul Dark one of my british shows that i watch um i just like her yes i support that i also had i had some women i had some names floating around in case they felt right um dakota johnson and just jessica brown finley i just didn't have anywhere to put them not Uh, that like they're just like strong like strong actor actresses that i thought if something Dakota kind of Johnson then
0: I know Jessica Brown Finley, I do not,
1: she plays, um, she's in Harlots, but she's also in Downton Abbey. She plays, um, oh shit. Sybil.
0: Okay, I, f- I forgot her name.
1: Um, Jessica Brown Finley. Thank you. Thank you. No, she was her big debut was in, I mean, you know, was in yes. uh, Downton Abbey as Sybil, which she plays like this Elaine character essentially, but then in Harlot, she's fucking different person. And I love that. And I she's just like this really like brazen Harlot, right? I love it.
0: Yes. I I, I I want to
1: put her somewhere and I just don't know where. Maybe she's more. Amarantha. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Amarantha.
0: All right. Yeah. Evil. (laughs) I think she 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 definitely gives off like just in the pictures that I, I haven't seen or anything. But I got like uh pretty like she's hiding the evil behind all of her looks yeah she's she's kind of sinister yeah 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 another test not my final answer for Tamlin because the thing is Tamlin has to be somebody that's like conventionally attractive right um I went with or I'm going with Glenn Powell he's on the taller side Kind of has this like all American boy look about him. Not blonde, not like super blonde hair, but like lighter hair. If we're going very literal, like I really think potentially also <laughs> Austin Butler. Yeah. Cause Austin Butler kind of has that like pretty boy thing and he was blonde for the most part. Like in my teenage years when I would watch him and things, I remember him being blonde.
1: Okay. You, you know what? Who I was thinking for
0: Tamlin, actually. Sure. Henry. <laughs> really? Yeah. because I don't, I don't see Hamlin Hen- being that big.
1: I do. He's supposed to be pretty big. He's supposed to be like, like, that's no, everyone thinks he's like, just like, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I know he's like, he's physically supposed to be like, like, an uh, animal. School. He, I don't see him as tall. I see him as just kind of like, like just, an a just all, I don't know, like pretty pretty averagely big. I don't know. see. I always I, I see, see Ree- I see Reese as tall. I mm-hmm. see Cassian as tall and big, and I see
0: yeah
1: like Azrael as kind of lean, like like a string bean, lean but like muscle big. Not as big yeah. as Cass, but not as tall as Reese. Um I think- Tamlin I see as just being like very much like, like, uh, what am I trying to say? Um, he's kind of more of a brute. Big, beastly? Beastly, yeah. He's supposed to be like a,
0: like beastie. I, I've always thought of like, there's too many parallels between him and Reese and. Really? And yeah, because I mean, they have similar origin stories in terms of like their their ascension to power. They both have not completely parallel, but equally tough upbringings. And so I kind of see them as like mirror images of each other. Mm, Interesting. Yeah. So both like tall, like not barrel chested like Henry Cavill but kind of like (laughs) wide chested like Chris Evans where it's like you like what is the nickname that Chris Evans got for the longest time when he was first playing Captain America was Dorito because his body was just shaped like Mm -hmm. this yeah but he was like long and muscly it wasn't like too big and I think that's more how I see it and so I think the reason I'm going with like Glenn Powell and Austin Butler is because they're these really tall but still like they wear their muscle very well. Yeah. Um, I actually saw Henry Cavill as, um, Oh shoot. I just had his name. The autumn guy without the eye.
1: Oh, Lucian, Lucian. Yes. Lucian, 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 Lucian.
0: whatever. Interesting. Okay.
1: Yes. Yeah. So real quick back to Tamlin though. I do think, yes. um, I, I saw him actually quite short,
0: interesting okay yeah isn't that
1: weird um yes i always i i saw him kind of short and kind of like um un. words escape me he's kind of close to the kind of
0: like danny devito
1: not gorilla eve but like just someone beastly like i think of him as like kind of prowly Like, so he's kind of see this like crunch
0: difference between his beast and his normal.
1: I mean, I just kind of see, I mean, he'll, he'll try to like, like prop himself up, but it's it's not very tall. I feel like he's just kind of shorter, but he's more like, like stocky wide. Yeah. Stocky. That's kind of what, that's what I'm trying to say. Kind of something like that. Yeah. But I think that's more of a characterization, right? Like, I feel like when you read, you kind of create physical you hear you read what the author says you just kind like, of make no, your own you. you're like no <laughs> he has this yeah exactly
0: and i'm sorry i'm eating but these are vodka soaked strawberries now so technically taking like another drink waste. it's just body exactly yeah yeah so that is um let's see here Kristen stewart could do Elaine. Yeah. 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 Okay. So I have hopes.
1: This is the thing as I, I need more information about Elaine at this point. It's so frustrating because I'm like, is she just going to be a sweet person or does she have like depth? Because if like, I'm excited, if, if Kristen Stewart were to play her, I'm excited to see where that goes yeah you know but,
0: but like if it's, not, if it's sweet if it's lily james like elaine doesn't
1: if it's lily Lynch. james i'm not you know like mm-hmm. if it's just like if we're just gonna play this like sweet but i don't think there is and and as we're reading it because i've been listening to frost and starlight mm-hmm. she's very elaine is v- chronically on un- like we don't get any of her point of view at all. And I mean that both in like, we don't get her point of view, like narratively, but we don't actually know what she's thinking. No one cares. No one's actually really asking what she wants Mm -hmm. or what she needs. Like Feyre kind of goes in and no one's asking her how she's doing. The only person that's the closest with her is Nesta. And we don't get anything from Nesta until Mm -hmm. Silver Flames. So then, so actually we'd, Like, I just feel like I don't think I'm the only one who's like, no, you're
0: not. You're like, I
1: don't have enough and I want more. And I hope I like, and I've said this before. I just really want like Elaine's point of view. Like she, like Sarah has specifically kept her out. Right. Yeah. Cause
0: we've gotten a lot from the other two so far. Mm -hmm. So the assumption would be that we're going to get a good amount from, from Elaine as well. But I think even in the early books, and I think we said this, or at least I said this during during book club, is you still got a little bit out of Nesta. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how much of that was writing Nesta char- Nesta's character came a little bit naturally as well, and it just kind of was a natural progression. Mm-hmm. Or if she planned on making Nesta's story kind of the next story. And so those giving feeding us a little bit in preparation. Yes, so because I can't really answer that question, I just have to have hopes that maybe she's- Nesta just came naturally and she didn't know, and it's not that we're not going to get anything from Elaine going forward. Right for right, them, you know
1: yeah, like I I was kind of thinking about this literally today of how I think she's intentionally not giving us a lot from Elaine, yeah, because yeah. she's been paying more attention to Nesta and getting that like prepped. Mm-hmm. um and Plus, now yeah
0: well I was just gonna say like the conflict between her and Lucien takes place so early in the series yeah that if we were gonna get like
1: and it that lingers. is what we're
0: yes that's the thing is like how like are resolve. you gonna give us their her her story if you resolve that without her point you know what I mean like if they would yeah. already resolved that then there wouldn't really be a point for her story
1: yeah she, so. she's set up as like a side character mm-hmm. that doesn't have a lot of depth. Yeah. And you can't keep that for very long. Yes. So either you need to like, we need to go in or get off the pot. You know what I mean? Maybe she just play like a bigger role
0: <laughs> in Crescent city.
1: Maybe. Yes. So she is, I, I don't know how far you are.
0: I'll just say it. She's a just seeker. Yes. Yeah that was something that was spoiled for me already okay
1: so So she's a seeker whatever the fuck that means she like sees things so she does she and they they like they got powers from the cauldron yeah we'll we'll see with nesta and then also with elaine and they have these certain powers which we actually get more from elaine than we do nesta Mm -hmm. before silver flames like we know what elaine like there's oh she's a seer no one fucking knows what nesta is until like silver flames and so, and so we're given that little seed until the next time we get to talk to ne- to Elaine. So hopefully, it's like, yeah, she she seems like she's going to be
0: more of a oracle type.
1: And it would
0: make sense then if her purpose is more tied to that plot, you know. Mm-hmm. 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 Just musings.
1: It it would make sense actually. Now that we're all pooling together
0: with our crescent
1: city fellows
0: (laughs) yeah because then she'll have a plot to actually play out yeah and she's got a mate who's related to the autumn court yeah just like Rice. yeah and her father yeah and her brother kind of yeah i mean these are like random connections that at some point i'm sure are going to mean something whether yeah. it's like magical meaning or just like plot Practical. narrative pushing yeah. forward yeah yeah
1: yeah so that's okay. so that's our um actor <laughs> detour yes. yeah um which we are meeting this weekend when this comes out this comes out Monday. Yes. And we yes. will, we are the actually, after this I, know you, I know you were nervous. Cause I, Yes. cause I, cause we are originally, we're going to meet this Saturday, but I think we're going to meet next Saturday,
0: the 21st,
1: the 21st, um, of May. And we're going to talk about a court of frost and starlight, mm-hmm. which I think is an important wrap on the first, I think Sarah, um, deliberately, like, wrapped the f- like the fairy sand, like, yeah, story. And then she continues on with new point of views. And then we start with Silver Flames, which I think is the beginning of an e- a new era.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, isn't like Throne of Glass that series like several books long?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. So a pretty long series,
0: she's just using this then as the kind of yeah gateway into this second string.
1: And spoilers real quick, but yes. I did listen to a podcast episode with Sarah and she talked about how there's actually a scene in Throne of Glass, which I haven't read yet, where Reese shows up. Really? I think. Yeah. So she likes to do these crossovers, which I didn't know when, until, you know, it became clear that Crescent City 2 was going to do that. Um, yeah. Yeah. So she likes it. It didn't cross over a lot, but I think Reese just like makes a minor appearance Mm -hmm. there. So it's kind of exciting to see her like get like closer to that and like really overlap.
0: I don't know if I can wait until until the next book comes out. Isn't the next Crescent City supposed to be first before the next?
1: Yeah, that's what you said last time. I'm excited. She's yeah because she has more to do it is stressful but she said she left a lot of east she left a lot of like easter eggs and silver flames for her like crossover so we'll read that with the knowledge that we have yes you know things about like an eight-pointed star things like that is supposed Mm -hmm. to be important which i've already i've already picked up some stuff from the recent reads but we'll get into that
0: we hope you enjoyed and bonus yeah this is a bonus episode so we just finished the book so so we were like we gotta we kind of have to do this we we don't know how else to do this anymore unfortunately yeah (laughs) um also because this ties into a house of sky and breath we knew that we needed to Mm -hmm. get this on for posterity purposes yes so we have something to reference when this eventually all comes out and all of our theories are proven wrong yes well and you can you can right now
1: listen go and listen to like we cover houses of earth and blood and house of sky and yes. breath and um this is the official akatar series episode but yeah for um for us those G-man's, are kind of just intertwined yeah. now yeah yeah they are if you haven't read that we won't go into detail
0: but we but we did but
1: <laughs> but we did. <laughs> yeah, we did
0: so if you okay. haven't read it we're sorry yeah but you're lost <laughs> But you should still read the books. Yeah,
1: definitely. Okay. All right. Um, until next season, yep. season four. Yep.
0: Happy reading. Happy reading. Bye. Bye.